Now, one organisation that is taking a proactive approach to doing good, which doesn't involve flying in private planes to Sicily, in fact, it just involves kids sitting in their jamas. Um, a Kiwi organisation is helping young people in crisis. Online crisis intervention began three years ago in response to the massive number of social media posts they saw that spoke about times of distress and crisis, and they aim to get help to every young person in crisis online. Elliot Taylor, Director of Online Crisis and Intervention, joins me now. Morena, Elliot. Good morning. How are you, Kerry? Good, thank you. Good. Was it a specific instance that uh, prompted you, was the catalyst for you setting up the organisation? Yeah, so um, uh, for me in, in 2015, I, um, I read a story of a young person um, named Zander Mahaffey um, who uh, lived in Ostal, Georgia. Um, and um, Zander um, was a, um, a trans young person. Yep. Um, he um, had put a post up on Tumblr, um, which is a, a, a social media platform popular with um, lots of young people. Uh, and um, the post he put out was a suicide note. Um, and by the time that post went live, uh, Zander had taken his life. Um, and so, yeah, really, as a res- off the back of that incident and um, reading about dozens of others, uh, we decided that, yeah, something needed to be done to um, provide more support to young people that are posting in distress online. So what is involved? Because you surely can't scroll through every forum or every social media platform looking for, there must be an easy way of doing it and just laboriously scrolling through. Yeah, that's right. So um, first and foremost, we, we did some research to figure out how, where best to start. Um, and yeah, in surveying over a, a thousand New Zealand young people um, found out that uh, at this stage, Instagram is um, most likely to be the context where young people are going to be um, posting about distress. So we concentrated our efforts there. Yeah. Um, yeah and then um, we use uh, various hashtags to be able to uh, seek out young people that are, that are in distress. Um, so we're looking at um, public posts um, yes. and really are tapping into um, communities uh, where young people are talking about um, mental health struggles uh, anonymously um, and being able to provide some light and some support into that place. So you've got 200 volunteers around the world. How did they become part of your organisation? Uh, so that's not quite correct yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. 200, 200 is our current goal. Right. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, we're in the process of scaling up our volunteer to, um, to get to 200, um, which we aim to do by the end of March. Um, currently, we have um, 40 volunteers uh, who are all based uh, in New Zealand. So, uh, yeah, in Auckland and Wellington at this point, um, yeah, we are always looking for more. Um, yeah, and our goal is to get to 200 so um, we can be 24-7 and supporting young people uh, in crisis all around the world at all times. Do When you're dealing with, with distressed young people, do you need to be trained to say the right things or is it enough just to be a presence? Yeah, um, your training is really important. Um, so, uh, you know, we... We as people, um, all of us feel empathy for people that are struggling. Um, sometimes the way that um, we seek to help others um, isn't um, what's most effective and what research tells us about what is most effective when helping others. Um, for example, um, a large instinct that a lot of us have is to kind of go into problem-solving mode and to yeah. kind of hear what's happening for a person and, and then try and kind of solve that problem for them. Um, I do that all 
the time, and I, I'm really trying not to, because quite often yeah, people... Yeah. Well, it's good that you're trying not to. Um, yeah, yeah it is, it's a natural instinct for all of us. Um, and uh, But what research shows us, that first and foremost, what, what people need when their industry is someone to be alongside them and to enter that place of pain with them, and to, to be with them and to, to listen to their story. Um, so first and foremost, yeah, that's what we train our volunteers to do. Um, yeah, secondly, we train our volunteers to be able to kind of um, find out what is most valuable for that person they're talking to, um, what might be a meaningful next step. But that, that's about what we can kind of evoke from that person, not about us telling them what we think they should do. Um, because if we can evoke that from that person, um, then they're more likely to be kind of bonded to that action. Um, and then it's going to be kind of more meaningful for them going forward. So, yeah, all our volunteers um, that come up to be a part of our service, they, they receive training. Um, so that's um, 30 hours, which in, includes, um, yeah, a, a full um, training in, in the service and how to have these conversations, as well as a number of practice shifts um, yeah, with our uh, team before they jump on and start having conversations. Do you know that you have saved lives? Yeah, we do. Um, so, um, yeah, for us, we uh, we talk to young people that are experiencing you know, a whole range of things. Um, you know, from you know just really feeling anxious or depressed today, right through to um, constant suicidal ideation. Um, and yeah, we've we've talked to users in the world where we've been able to um, support them with a safety plan. Um, and be able to keep them safe for that moment. So um, as an example, we had a conversation with a user in Sacramento um, who yeah, was in, in the midst of um, yeah, a suicide plan and we were able to have a conversation with them and, um, and get some um, emergency services help to them and, and keep them safe for that night. Um, we've also had lots of time, that's quite an acute example, we've also, you know, uh, every single day we're having conversations with users where, um, yeah, we're, we're helping them take the next helpful step to, to keep them safe. Would it be safer for these young people to be away from social media altogether or is that unrealistic? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, it's, a, it's a really significant de- um, debate. Um, uh, I guess I, um, you know, we could spend a very long time debating the merits of um, social media. Um, and there's research on both sides of the argument, um, really. Um, the reality is, is that, you know, this is, this is a tool um, that uh, is, is common and used by the, pretty much all young people, if not all of us. Yeah. Um, and we do find value out of that tool. It does help us connect with other people. Um, and yeah, of course, there are negative sides to that, like like any tool. Um, for us, um, yeah, we we recognise that young people are in the space, that space. We want to be in that space where they are, as opposed to kind of causing them to take the burden of action and come to us. And so that's why yeah, we've made the decision to go to where they are um, and to have yeah. conversations with them in, in their place and to to pr- bring some support in a way that is uh, best fits them. Good for you. I wish you luck in getting to your goal and uh, well done on on the work you are doing. That's Elliot Taylor, Executive Director, Online Crisis Intervention Organisation. We first um, read the story on newsroom.co.nz.